0: Thank
1: There's no such thing as a perfect family, no matter what you see on social media or in that annual holiday card you receive in the mail. Even the closest families have problems. We fight, make up, then fight and make up. There's always the hope of reconciliation, a happy ending, because we're family. So what could cause a person to destroy the people he seemingly loves the most? I'm Erin Moriarty. And this is season four of My Life of Crime. I've spent the last three decades studying crimes and the people who commit them. And nothing is more personal than when one family member kills another. You're about to hear one of the more interesting cases I've come across. Twisted twins. Who killed Heather DeWilde? It's the case of two Colorado brothers, two identical twin brothers, David and Daniel DeWilde, who thought they could get away with murder. And you know what? They almost did. Everyone is fascinated by twins, but I have a personal interest. You might not know this about me, but I'm a fraternal twin. Fraternal twins are two separate eggs that happen to form at the same time, so their DNA profiles are no more alike than other siblings. But identical twins come from one egg and share the same DNA. Still, as you're about to hear, when it comes to something as serious as murder, even the bond of identical twins will be put to the test.
0: Daniel and David DeWilde were identical twin brothers who grew up, did basically everything together. They worked at the same location. They basically ate the same food. They did everything together.
1: Daniel and David were as close as two brothers could be, born just a minute and a half apart. They were almost one person. So when Daniel's marriage to his wife, Heather, fell apart, David felt his pain, and when Heather, Daniel's wife, moved out of the house with their two small kids, David moved in. The house was in the small town of Edgewater, Colorado, just 10 minutes from the city of Denver. Heather would still occasionally come by with the kids, even though her own dad, Dave Springer, who happened to be a retired Denver cop, worried every time she did.
0: I told her not to go there. And I didn't think she would, but she did.
1: The date was July twenty-four, two 2003. Heather, 30 years old, dropped by the house around noon to sign a check and pick up insurance cards for their children. Heather's mother, Carol Springer, estimates her visit to Daniel's house should have taken about two hours. But by 3 p.m., Heather still hadn't returned. Carol called Daniel and asked him where Heather had gone. He told me that she went shopping. I says, well, that's not true. That's what I told him. I says, no, that's not
0: true. We knew immediately that was a lie. Why? Because she, before she left the house, she didn't take any money with her or a credit card.
1: And he said she went shopping? Right. How much sense did that make to you? Well, it didn't make any sense. Carol with a sinking feeling, went to Daniel's house to pick up her grandchildren. And what was going through your mind at that point? Let me get the kids and be gone. (laughs) I wanted to get out of there. The children, just three and five years old, couldn't say where their mother had gone. Heather's dad, Dave Springer, didn't want to waste time and called the local police to do a preliminary search of Daniel's house.
0: But, um... They, they did their search, didn't find anything. And by this time, it's 9.30 at night. So now I know we got a problem. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, they killed her at this point. When you say
1: they killed her.
0: Well, whoever was there, he, Dan, and, and uh, if anyone else was there, they'd have been involved. I didn't know who was in the house.
1: Heather had simply vanished along with her car. Heather's dad believed that Daniel was behind her disappearance, but wouldn't the children have seen something? And where was Heather's car? Dave Springer didn't know for sure that anyone else was in the house, but he did know how close Daniel was to his twin brother David. And the timing was very suspicious. Heather's divorce would have become final in just two days. At the time, she was living with her parents and had been given custody of their two children, Hannah and Jacob. On top of that, Daniel had to pay her child support.
0: He was very angry over that because he thought he was going to lose his home. He couldn't
1: pay all his bills. Daniel's twin, David, and his girlfriend, Roseanne, had moved into Daniel's house help him with the mortgage and house payments. But it wasn't enough. Meanwhile, Daniel kept hoping to win Heather back. Two days before Heather's disappearance, Daniel had shown up at her parents' house to try one last time. And according to Heather's dad, it didn't go well.
0: Yeah, he brought a card and flowers and tried to get her to reconsider the divorce. And um, when she didn't He left there in a state of anger and burned his rubber tires leaving the parking place out in front of the house and screamed away down the street. So, you know, he he was definitely angry again.
1: So did something happen to Heather during her visit to Daniel's house? Because his story that Heather went shopping didn't make any sense to Carol and Dave Springer— The next day, July 25, 2003, a couple of Denver cops went to the house. When Daniel opened the door, Detective Mark Kreider asked Daniel if he could ask him some questions about his still-missing wife.